and secretly a bunch of spiders in a human costume. Okay, hello everybody, welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony, and join with me today are the other three things I pretended I didn't buy when I was a teenager. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the pyramid scheme, Jared. Armos checking in over here. I would have to say my item would be... Pogs. <laughs> Pogs? Oh, great. Pogs are bad. Dude, if you think about it, they're pretty bad. I spent my money on round printed items. Yeah, round circles of paper that you throw a weighted device at that dents them and breaks them up. Yeah, it was just a silly Bro, thing. it's marbles for boys, answer. bro. It's marbles for badass boys. Marbles were cool. Pogs were edgy. Pog champ. Garbage pail kids. <laughs> oh, I love those. <laughs> Anyways, my name is Dan. I play Minus Pebble Walker, your tiny little swarm keeper ranger. And I am the Coca-Cola vending machine cover of this podcast. That's right. I <laughs> buy what? vending <laughs> And I, I tied it to my Volks, 1996 Volkswagen Golf on the hood and drove it 30 minutes home. <laughs> Wait, v explain what? what we bought a what? Coca-Cola. I was out tag sailing as I do, you know, like everybody does on their Saturday mornings at nine in the morning. And I saw a vending machine cover that did not have the plastic taken off, completely new, not vending machine, not included. I had to have it. <laughs> did you sell it? Wait, it's still in my parents' garage. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Just the cover. No, no bites. Wow. <laughs> what were they thought, Dan? Anyways, we have a special guest again with us today. Say hello, Brittany. Hello, my name is Brittany Lee, and I'm playing Credith, and I am the pair of Heelys. Oh. Mm, Which, to be Heelys. fair, I don't regret <laughs> buying. I do regret uh, getting rid of them. But we all looked stupid wearing them. I wish I still <laughs> had my heels. I never heelys. looked stupid in my life. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, you know, that's right. What was I thinking? <laughs> my back would be so grateful if I owned a pair of heels. <laughs> okay, let me just say, I think you're better off just with roller skates. Mm -hmm. <laughs> roller mm -hmm. blades. But then you can't use uh, stairs. You can if you're not a coward. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair, fair. Fair, mean, but 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 fair. What about you, Tony? Um, I'm not proud of this one. Okay, um, when I was 13 years old, the internet was still very new, and I was very overweight and insecure. That I bought with some friends, uh, how to pick up girls DVD set offline. <laughs> Where they brought, oh, and it was the ones that were scams where, my. like, they paid the women to pretend to be interested oh, in the guys. Holy oh, they thought, like, their techniques worked. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> and now Tony's a Sigma male. Yep. <laughs> so, I gotta go. I'm gonna go. I gotta go. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise you made it this far, Brittany. I Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh, anyway, you know the deal. Before we roll for the recap, we're going to go ahead and do the rundown. And today's rundown is brought to you by me. I want to go ahead and just drive home the uh, Spotify Q&A. And I'm going to drop a really important one at the bottom of this episode because you may have heard the age-old question, you know, is a Pop-Tart a ravioli, right? 
I mean, in theory, it is, right? If you think about it. I got I got another one. I got another great mind tickler for you. If a Pop-Tart is a ravioli, would you consider a corn dog to be a Wellington? Let me know down below. Would you consider a corn dog to be a beef Wellington? I'm looking up beef Wellington as we say it. You don't know what a beef Wellington is? <laughs> it's a meat, like, encrusted in bread like a corn dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love corn dogs, so... That was a great rundown, Tony. Had Sigma energy. Uh, real, uh, <laughs> real, real top G moves. Yeah, yeah, real top I'm G. To your house. I'm gonna come to Yo, your Dan, house. Yo, you make fun of me. Dan, you make fun of me. But let me ask you one more question. What color is your Bugatti? Hmm? Yeah, I didn't think so. Didn't think so. I wish I had a Bugatti like you. I'm not a real man. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I have one. I'm just asking you. All right, we, you we've brought this joke way too far. <laughs> I didn't get to that part of the DVD yet. Okay, Dana. I'm very uncomfortable with the energy in the room right now. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and roll for the recap, where I roll a giant half-eaten D4 uh, that was eaten by my bunny. Where I am one. Greenest is two. Britty is two. Three is Dan and four is Jared. Woo! I got a giant D4 and we're gonna roll it. Oh, yes! Oh, Britty! It's a two. <laughs> <laughs> Britty, what a two. Britty, you gotta go ahead and give us the recap. The recap. Well, um, unfortunately for you, I am not going to rap. Oh. <laughs> okay, so recap. Amos and Menace, in an effort to help Drell, are sent on a side quest to go and get a glacial shard. Now, who better to help with this side quest than me, your friendly neighborhood goth werebat, Credith? Uh, I'm here to help, of course, obviously. So uh, we go find some information. We end up finding documents on the Hydro Purification Center. And then we find a bunch of blueprints and we get some clippers and we go to the sewers, which are gross. Um, but we don't need the clippers to get into the sewers, which is not concerning at all. <laughs> and we go to the sewer. We only fall in the water like a couple times. Um, and it's fine and not gross at all. And then we end up in a cabin that is like super disgusting with a bunch of corpses now i say this is pretty gross as credith love it into it super <laughs> goth and then a big gray frog with the name tag reigns shows up ready for battle <laughs> and uh that's where we find ourselves you, you say hit a bar. <laughs> oh i say hit it bar could the bar just gently play a tune please Sully hit it! <laughs> no, 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 no. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to session 71. You find yourselves in a dugout cavern deep within the Aramor sewer system. Upon entering this rocky cavern, you find this murky green water is up to your knees mixed with blood and sewage. All around you are these necrotic mushroom vines with hollow dried out bodies tangled up within them. Sack-like eggs the size of your fists are resting in all of the corpses and they jiggle with the water flow around your feet. Before you is a massive black and gray toad. Hulking in the cavern at nine feet tall, it holds its top heavy body up with its long thin arms like a gorilla. 
white pupils stare at you and it has a devilish smile. The glacial shard around its wide rubber neck is the glacial shard you seek attached to a silver chain. And of course, he is wearing a ripped up vest with the name tag, Reigns. And as it growls at you, and its saliva meets the murky water at your feet. I'm gonna need everybody to roll me initiative. Oh boy. That's a seven for Menace. 14. 17. Nice. We are now in initiative as this black, gray, hulking toad drooling with that glacial shard around its neck. We are going to start at initiative 20. Kredith, go ahead and roll me a D4. Let me know what you get. Oh no. I smell a layer action. It's like initiative 20. That's a two. As the blackish grayish frog begins to step towards Minus and Armos as you are met with this massive creature, probably in the tightest part of the cavern uh, that there is in this area, you see that the glacial shard begins to glow around its neck and the cavern walls begin to freeze. And you look up and you see these stalactites begin to freeze over. I need everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw. I'm so good at those. It was on a 19, but it tilted over and it's a one. Oh no! <laughs> 14 for minutes. Oh, it, oh. <laughs> 12. All three of you fail as ice stalactites <laughs> fall from the ceiling. Each of you are going to take 13 points piercing damage as they okay. fall and shatter onto you. We're going to move okay. to initiative 17. Credit. As you are watching from the back line in between these mossy necrotic mushroom vines with dried out bodies all around you as these ice shards, one of them just conks you on the head. You see this blackish death frog just over yonder. What are you doing? First of all, get mad at the ice that fell on her head, right? Just takes personal offense to that, personally. Um, not very pleased with the situation. Uh, she is going to take that that energy and take a a, a sneaking a sneaking stealth a stealth sneaking. Mm -hmm. um, try to get to the big old frog. Okay, so 18 to move like the night. Yeah, so you have two directions where you go. So to give you a better la uh, imagery of the landscape that you're in, you're in a massive cavern room, which is like a, imagine like a giant weirdly shaped circle and there is a large column in the center of it that have like a lot of these vines and egg sacs on them and all these mushrooms. And that is like separating the room into two halves. Yeah, I, uh, I see what you're trying to do here. So yeah, so she's going to go around the column on the other side uh, that that everybody's not on so that she can kind of like come, ar come around and, and be sneaky about it. With that cell check, you are fairly confident that it doesn't see you and that's mm -hmm. focused on Armos and Menace in front of it. Yes. We're gonna go to initiative 14, Armos. That's me. As Kreeth takes the rear, and you are side by side with Minus. Are we like in swinging range of this thing? Yes, you are within 10 feet. Ah, so if <laughs> I like moved, it is not gonna go well for me, huh? If you try to go backwards without taking a disengage, you will take an attack of opportunity here. I will make him disengage. I'm a Eldric Blast in. We're going to make him disengage, okay? Make him dis so here we go. I got another one. 
What is going on? <laughs> it's like Drell all over again. 18 or 26, sorry, with my bonus. Okay. An 8 to 26. And a 16. The first two whiff wildly as the third what? one with a 26 is going to hit. <laughs> Get nervous. I rolled another one. Okay. Anyways, five damage. <laughs> Rough. Goodness. What is it about this cavern? As you hit him with the third Eldritch Blast, he's going to get pushed back 10 feet, which is going to be right near the wall. And he's going to be not quite pressed up against the cavern wall, but he is next to all these vines and a lot of these larger egg sacks towards the back wall of the cavern. You are really deep within the cavern right now. This is like where the most mature eggs are. What else are you doing on your turn? Um, I'm going to just take a few steps back. Get my distance from the guy. Let's say, you know, I'm going to move to the furthest back I can to keep him in in dis or like in eyesight. But there's enough space that he, he won't be bothered with me. Awesome. We're going to go ahead and move to initiative 10, which is this blackish grayish fog. As you look at him, actually, Minus and Credith, make me a perception check. Mm. Oh my God, what is happening today? Seven. 21 for Minus. Minus, you notice that his Eldritch Blast wound, you see like this purplish smoke emit off the skin and you see like the black mark to the left behind. His its skin begins to callous over that mark. Like it's healing? That's what you can get from it, yeah. Armos, we gotta take care of this thing quick. <laughs> right now it's focused on you, Minus, as it's you're the closest thing to it that it sees and it is going to move 30 feet forward. And it, it is going- like 15 feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go right up into your face and he is going <laughs> to make a series of attacks against you. You see with its massive hands, it like, it moves like a gorilla as it begins to swing wildly at you. Missing with its massive bite, coming down with its two claws, with a 19 yeah. and a 21 to hit. You're gonna take 20 slashing damage and 14 necrotic damage from those attacks. As the murky rubber skin slashes across you, it leaves these black goop across your shoulder and face. Oh, you don't half the slashing damage, by the way. I don't half it. You don't half it. But, uh, we're going to move to initiative seven minutes as you just got this, these barrage of attacks on you. What are you doing? Ah, oh, that hurts more than normal. Oh, goodness. Oh, if it isn't Napoli's PC reigns, I will have the better of you. Oh, God. Oh. See ya. <laughs> use a bonus action to use nature's veil and go invisible. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, <laughs> they just go invisible. Do you have to make a check to see if they know where you are? Um, like I mean, unless it has like some sort of healing. I mean, uh, hearing properties, right? Oh. I know some creatures have like. Oh, you're absolutely hear. right. Minus, please continue. But I am floating, so I'm not sure what kind of noise it's making, but. Um, and then I would like to float uh, 10 feet away. Okay. And I can see, as I back up, I can see just past just past Reigns, and I can see now that uh, Credith is kind of sneaking up. I'm like, oh, okay, good. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Ow, ow. Oh, Sid. And Sid pops up on my shoulder. Sid, do the thing. And I'm going to cast... <laughs> and I'm going to cast a second level Bless. Sid, do the thing. Bless! 
Yeah, and now for the next minute, uh, Credith Armos, you get a D4 to use on any attack roll or saving throw. Uh, one extra Wait, D4. One extra D4. Okay. I hate, I hate when he does oh. this Armos without asking. Some of us don't like the light. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move to initiative 20, which is the lair action. Armos, roll me a D4 if you will. Please be a one. It's a four. The black deathly frog puts its murky webbed hands around the glacial shard and summons the frost magic from within it as a cold fog emits from it and freezes your items around you. Anything that is liquid is now considered frozen and not usable this turn. Oh, uh, no any, cons potions. any consumables <laughs> are frozen. Yeah. For this turn, we're going to move to initiative 17. Credith. Credith is still trying to do a little, little sneaking. Um, uh, and uh, definitely like tries to not even make eye contact with anybody else. Like, you don't see me. You can't see me. I'm, I'm invisible, <laughs> but I'm not really invisible, obviously, because someone <laughs> is really invisible right now. Um, and uh, she's going to uh, look down at her feet because she's still right now. She's not in a, a bat form. She's in her normal um, half elf form mm -hmm. and uh, look down at her feet and look at her shoes and be like, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. And uh, is gonna be looking at her shoes that have like cool spider webs on them. Again, very goth. And using the slippers of spider climbing, um, going to try to climb up this column that she's next to to jump onto planes. Um, so you want to make? So you're trying to do like a sneak attack on? A little, yeah. Yeah. First, uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check to see if he notices you. 29, baby. Ooh, you are, okay, so you are definitely able to use your shoes of spider climbing, your slippers of spider climbing. And by the uh -huh. way, these slippers look like fuzzy little bedtime slippers that are shaped into like little purple spiders. Very goth. Um, yes, very goth. As, as your plushy slippers crunch along the column, you are able to sneak attack him from behind as you jump on it. There's a couple things that I'm gonna say is happening here. Um, trying to hit, but also what she's trying to do is slice the um, lanyard that's holding the shard. So it is a silver chain depending on, so how I rule those things, when it's like a called shot, it depends on how well you hit it. You okay. So you do have to hit like a certain DC. Okay. Yeah, so just go ahead and roll a hit as um, that's your attention. Yeah. Ooh, and you got an extra D4 from me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Good that God. 20, that's a 31. Don't forget the D4, you know, you might need it. <laughs> yeah, I might, that might need that. That 20 on the first attack, that is brilliant. Uh, according to my notes, a 31 does hit. <laughs> uh, was that, that was a nat 20? Uh, nice. That was a nat 20. Plus my 11. Okay, cool. Um, So like she's pulled out this cool ass dagger to just do this sneak, jump up the wall, come flying down onto its back to slice the chain in one motion. Um, and that's a, if that's a sneak attack, I have sneak attack damage. So that is a sneak attack, yeah. So go ahead and add up all your damage. Let me know how much you're doing. <laughs> 50, 55. <laughs> 55 points of damage as you, Broke, from the matrix, <laughs> just running up 
<laughs> running up the column in slow motion and you jump onto its back in a swift motion like a pirate uh, using a dagger to cut down a sail uh -huh. right across his back and the rabbit is like the rabbit the, the, <laughs> the frog is like and gurgling as his black necrotic goo is spitting out of its mouth as its blood is also very murky and coagulated as it spills onto you and it turns around and is looking right at you that's great. She's got the chain as in her as hand. As the chain goes, no, the chain does not break, break. but it looks damaged. Okay. What, like, it's are we talking like... this? So when I say silver chain, it's like, I'm talking like Home Depot silver chain. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Not like, a, yeah. hey, I'm going out to the club. I got my chain on. No, I'm talking like <laughs> chain link. Chain link, yeah. chain, Chain yeah. links, yeah. I got you. No worries. But it's it's looking rough. Um, yeah, the chain is the chain is looking rough. He Got looks it. pissed. You see his eyes blink from the side as he's now laser focused on you. Okay. All right, we're gonna go ahead and move to initiative 14. Almost as you just watched Creedith gash this thing's back up. What are you doing? How tall is this monstrosity? Nine feet. So I'm going to cast Hex on him as a bonus action and make him, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and make him uh, disadvantage on wisdom saving throws. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, with my actual action, I'm going to polymorph. Yeah, almost. Hex him. Hex him almost. Why are you at it? Why don't you give him a little tasty blast? I got other plans for this guy. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh don't, don't mind me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, you do. You. It's fine. And then I use polymorph. So he has to make a DC 16 Ooh. wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. Your hex swirls around him as a purplish glow as the hex goes off. And then you begin to cast polymorph and that hex around him begins to close in and then poofs as he passes. Oh. Oh. With a disadvantage? Oh my goodness. You hear a <laughs> you hear a giant croak and Credith, you see this massive gel just extend before you as the spell reflects off it. Well this is bad for baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you doing almost? I am going to uh sit tight and uh rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move to initiative ten, which is this grayish blackish frog menace and almost you see the massive gash begin to close up slowly as its back is facing uh the both of you and the giant wound left behind that Credith made is beginning to heal very slowly Credith, it is looking at you it is croaking and ribbiting and you hear within your mind a croaky voice excuse me foolish bats <laughs> Ribbit. And he begins to swipe. <laughs> and he begins to swipe and bite at you. Uh, <laughs> with this massive, with this massive jaw, it snaps, but barely misses with a 15. As his two claws come down with a 25 and a 11. So only one of those claws are going to hit. You're going to take eight slashing damage and seven necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, so he's going to take the hit. And be like, I I like your monologue. My, fr my frog log. Needs one. <laughs> and like, just gonna say that like out loud and 
<laughs> also, like, eyeball everybody, like, uh, uh, come on. He He's also going to move uh, 30 feet to the left. If you would like to take an attack of opportunity here, as he is trying to move around the column, away from Minus and Armos to get it out of their view. Of course. Um, She's still aiming for the chain. So... Like that area, right? Wherever that area of the first time, she's gonna try to do that again. Um, well, how how does a twenty six sound? Ooh, well, twenty six will hit, but this is an attack of opportunity. <laughs> it's facing you, so you're not gonna do any cool chain stuff. Here. That's fine, but uh, take nine damage. Yeah, it's gonna take nine damage as you slash it across with your dagger. Okay, all right. You know, not bad, not bad. Hey, we get we we, we take those. We take those. As it begins to glide across the murky water, you manage to just get it ever so slightly with nine points of damage. And then it croaks at you again and speaks within your mind. And you hear the croak out loud, and then it echoes in your head. And then you hear it out loud again, and it begins to reverberate. Ribbit, 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 ribbit. And then you hear him say ribbit. <laughs> we're going to move to initiative seven minutes out of your line of sight around the column. You can kind of see like its arm and like its legs, but you can't see yeah. most of its body. What do you do? Uh, so on my turn, I immediately poof, come out of my invisibility. And I like to think almost like bokeh, you see all my SIDs also come out of invisibility. <laughs> you're you're hanging on the dropping in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna move 10 feet forward. Ah, Credith, I like the idea. After the chain and I'm gonna sling two bullets, uh, well, four bullets, really. I'm gonna put four of those elemental bullets uh, into attacks at Reigns. Mm -hmm. As Reigns runs away from me, that jerk. Coward! And I'll uh, shoot once. That is a 22 and a 18. One of them are going to hit as the 22 hits. 18 misses, holy. As it moves out of the way and you catch it on the side of its gullet with the other shot. Oh man, Reigns, you're hard to hit. <laughs> so I shoot, I get two of those elemental bullets. So that is 19 points of fire damage as I'm like, flames, ha ha. And two of those bullets. You see that the flames immediately get extinguished onto its skin. How much? Oh. How many? Uh, how much piercing damage is it going to take from your sling? Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Perfect. So I'm going to bonus action healing word at. I'm just going to do a first level for now. You know, just uh, just give my girl some uh some healing here. I'm going to bonus action, uh, healing word to Credith. That'll be seven points of damage, uh, health back. You're like, you're like, I. Hey. Do the thing. Wait, wrong thing. <laughs> you, you seem like he has a knife out, and he's like, me, me, uh, me, oh, other thing, other thing. <laughs> oh, this is a nice way to heal. Threatened. I like. I like. It's called bloodletting. It's the newest thing. <laughs> it's the newest thing in medical in medical advancement. So, <laughs> we're gonna move to initiative twenty, which is the lair action. I'm going to need Minus. To roll me a d4. Roll another d4. Ah, the four again. Things are frozen. The glacial shard begins to emit another fog as all consumables are now frozen. We're gonna move to initiative 17. Credith, you're now about 10 feet away from this hulking beast. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? She's gonna try to do the same thing, run up the wall and come flying down. It worked once. Yes, this is not a sneak attack though. 
So just so this you know, not. it's not. No, so you is... may go roll a hit as you use your cool spider, spider slippers. Cool. So she just run, runs up the wall. It's like it's not as it's not as cool. It's, she's losing a little bit of like her steam. But Very wet. She's gonna. Yeah, it's like she's trying. She's trying. Okay, twenty to hit. A twenty will hit. Okay. But how much damage you uh, do? Eleven. Again, I'm aiming. I'm trying to aim for the the spot in the chain that's weak. Oh, I know. I know, and you see this chain is barely hanging on as you swipe down with your dagger again. This chain looks very messed up. You can, as you're attacking it, you realize it's a little bit tougher than how it seems because the chain itself looks like it's frozen over. And she goes, this is why I need. So we're gonna move to initiative 14, Armos. As you're watching Creative unleashing Dagger Fury, what do you do? Uh, Armos not to be outsmarted. Uh... Uh, squints that he's his his last plan of a uh, attack didn't work noticing that he he is potentially shaking off these uh hits that we're doing moves just enough in range towards menace to see him and casts chilling touch uh, uh, and i got a nat 20. Ooh, that will do it finally those ones so 28 to hit, and I get to double it, right? So an 18 plus a 19. Ooh. Uh, for those at home who don't know, um, when it's necrotic damage, but uh, the target cannot regain hit points until the start of your next turn. Until then, the hand clings to the target. You see that the, as this spectral hand shoots, uh, from yours, you see, you see, Reginald goes, Whoa, that's pretty, that's pretty metal, and it begins to try to strangle this giant frog. And then you see little other hands sprout out from its uh, chilling grasp, and it begins to hold its wounds open. Yeah, oh, with that attack, you do see that a little bit of black muck is coming from its mouth. Nice, if it, it's not undead, right. I mean, all right, I'll just put it this way. If it is undead, it has disadvantages on attack rolls until my turn. Okay. Krita throws you up like a like a rock sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, in, she's into it. I don't know what spells she's trying to cast, but it, it looks powerful. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move to initiative 10, which is this uh, deathly frog, and it begins to croak in pain as the... Uh, chilling touch hands are holding open its wounds and it's reacting to it. It's going to look at the three of you. You see its uh, white pupils begin to glow blue and then purple as they blink from uh, blink sideways and its massive jowl extends and also glows purple. Mm, I don't like that. Almost is casting Ooh. a spell. Are you doing anything? <laughs> Guys? <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> and I go to counter, try to counterspell it. Awesome. What level are you counterspelling at? Uh, my counterspell is at fifth level. Uh, DC equals to 10 plus the level. It needs to be to 15. Well, it doesn't matter because I got a six. <laughs> with the six, the <laughs> the counterspell fizzles as this, ah. with this massive yellow greenish murky cloud and focused on Minus. Armos and Minus, I'm going to need you to make me a constitution saving throw. I'm good at those. That is a 15 plus my d4 is a 19. 14. 
Did you add a D4 almost? I did not, but I will. <laughs> I blessed yeah. you, making sure you use those abilities. Plus two. 16. You're gonna take 27 points of damage to have. Oh. Yes. So you take 14 points of poison damage, and this cloud is going to oh. linger. You also see it moving along with you. Uh, after it casts its spell, it is going to make a move, and it's going to move 30 feet around the column. As you hear it hop away from the three of you, it begins to echo around the column. We're going to move to initiative seven minutes. Yeah, I'm going to go looking for this thing on the other side. So I'm like, Arbos, oh, we got to get out of this fog. And I'm going to dash action to, oh, and I do see it. I'm going to dash action to go 10 feet north in the cavern. And I am going to bonus action, go invisible one more time. Oh, I see it. <laughs> awesome. Okay. We're going to go ahead and move to initiative 20, which is the lair. And I am going to roll the d4 this time as it's my turn and fair is fair. If you all get a roll, I get a roll. Ooh. I got a one. As the glacial shard begins to glow, Menace, you do see it focusing on the glacial shard. And then the water flash freezes around you. I need everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw. Except for Menace. I got a two. 27. <laughs> Maybe you the D4 what? will help. <laughs> For the sake of it, it's five. <laughs> no, oh, no. For the next round, you are frozen in place in the ice water as it freezes around your legs. No. You'll have to use an action to break free from the ice to move again. That's just Armos. Armos and Kredith. I got 27. Oh, I thought you said seven. That's just Armos, my bad. <laughs> I was like, how in what world? <laughs> my bad. So, so this is only Armos because Menace is floating and Kredith is Kredith. So <laughs> we're going to move to initiative 17, which is Kredith. Yeah, excellent. So I'm going to take my action to move and then I'm going to take my bonus action to dash um, and get close, back close to rain. Uh, um, first of all, I just want to say thanks for all the wonderful items in my inventory, Tony. This has been really fun. Um, <laughs> I'm having I'm having a good time here looking through these. So um, I am Kredith is going to as she's running um, pull out from her like tucked in her waistband is a bunch of like really cool vials like goth vials basically and um, uncork one of them and pour a bunch of fine sand into her uh, hand and then blow it at this creature. And I'm using dust of sneezing and choking. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Um, and it must succeed on a DC 15 con save. We can do those. We can do those. Ooh, with a 23 to save. Are you kidding me? Oh man. She tried. She was trying everything she had. You see as you blow, as you give like this devil's kiss with the sand, psh, and it just, mm -hmm. he just sits there and it just <laughs> goes across his face. And then you notice that like what amphibians do because they can go underwater, his nostrils just like close the weird like <laughs> flesh gap thing that Ugh. they have because they're like, right. you know, demons on earth. Yeah, so it just does that as, <laughs> if, as it just holds its breath for a moment as the dust just vanishes past them. And then you hear the voice croak in your mind again. Shitty little bat. You were in my domain. Ribbit. 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 
What else are you doing? I think that's everything I've got. Um, yeah. So we're going to move to initiative 14 almost sloshing back over to you stuck in this now frozen dirty sewage water. What are you doing? As Reginald's like, oh, that's, oh, it's like a poopsicle. Oh, it's <laughs> gross. Oh. I'm going to, uh, yes. I'm going to Missy step uh, over towards where Menace is. Oh, oh that's a, that's a cheeky. It's cheeky. It's cheeky. You are the smart one. <laughs> and I, I, shake, I shake my legs now that they're free. And then uh, getting real mad that nothing seems to be working on this guy. Uh, I'm gonna have to chilling touch him again so he doesn't. Oh. So that he doesn't right. heal anymore, but I really wanna just blow him up. Yeah, you gotta keep up on it. You gotta keep Ooh. up on it. No, alright. An 18? Plus a D4. Plus a D4. Plus a D4. Just, just don't roll a 1. I rolled a 1. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. It was a nine. It was a 20 to hit his. Or a 19 to hit his chain. Not him, right? Right? The chilling touch reaches out and pops into all these little hands again and begins to hold open its wounds again. And they begin to stretch. As you hear the stretching of the rubber skin and the black murky blood leaks out of its body. Your dog. <laughs> Ketchup did not like that. <laughs> We're going to move to initiative 10 as it tries to heal, but the chilling touch keeps the wounds open. Its eyes are going so its good, eyes Jared. are going to glow this blackish purplish yellow again as this massive frog gel um it protrudes. Ooh. Do you have a reaction, Jared? As it's casting another spell. Um no. No, uh, I don't no. It begins to croak and its jowl protrudes and then ribbit invisible disappears as it lets out a giant croak. What's gonna happen? Still in combat, Armos and Minus. Give me Arcana checks. Sure. Nat pumpkin, baby. Uh 14. In case you forgot, I have pumpkin dice. <laughs> you know that you don't sense it, but watching where it is, you do where it was, you do see water tracks follow like moving along as if some, like something massive is stepping in the water but you do not sense it right you hear sloshing of water going north everybody as it makes its way towards the entrance and it turns down and it's out of view oh well the watermarks are out of view and we're gonna move yeah. to initiative seven which is me do I have anything that'll help with Invisible stuff. <laughs> I'm just gonna hope I get lucky. I'm gonna move 10 feet forward and I'm going to assume it can only move about 30 feet and I am going to throw my spider balls in the direction I saw it go. Gross. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> gross, man, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so what do I have to do now? So I can't see it, but I saw the water tracks. You saw the water tracks leaving, but you're going to go to roll. So if you think it's there, you're going to try to roll to hit. And then if it explodes, uh, if it like touches a wall, I mean, it's it's action still happens. You're trying to potentially hit something that's invisible. Yeah, you never told me what the spider balls do exactly. I just know they create webs and there might be other. Oh, yeah, it casts a web spell in a really gross way. So it's a free it's a free web spell. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cast it right here. I'm gonna cast it north where I think it left the entrance of this cave. Okay. So I, I'm like, all right, we never used this, Sid. Hand me the balls. It's like grossed out as he hands you like a giant webbed ball. And it's like little spiders crawling in and out of it for effect. Yeah, Menace is also like, oh, I didn't know it was that squishy. All right, get out of here. <laughs> That's the DM. <laughs> <laughs> The the best part is Reginald and Armos are standing there, and all of a sudden I return from invisibility. <laughs> I'm like, ha, Sid, Spider Ball, bang! <laughs> and uh, I launch the web spell. How? Uh, I don't think I have specifically the web spell, so I'll have to look it up. But what's the range on web spell? The range on the grenade is sixty. Sixty feet. My 60 feet, goodness. Yes. <laughs> And the spell, the web spell is a 20-foot cube. Oh, 20-foot cube, yeah. So I'm... And it lasts for one hour. Wow. Okay. So that's my action. You throw this grenade, and all these spiders uh, crawl around it. And it, as you throw it, did you roll to hit? Oh, I have to roll to hit? Yeah, because you're throwing a projectile at it. 18 plus 3 is 21. You see as you chuck it down the hall, it banks off the back wall of the sewer, and it pops. And that whole area becomes filled with webs. You conjure mass thick sticky web uh, at the point. Um, so the entire corridor is now covered in webs and you're anchored to the walls. It's like rough terrain. And if you wanted to walk through it now, you would probably get caught. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's difficult terrain that lightly obscures an area. If the webs aren't anchored between two solid masses, which it is here because it's between a bunch of walls. <laughs> um it automatically fails, but it did not do that. Each creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is restrained mm -hmm. as long as it remains in the web. Yes. We're going to move to initiative 20. You look at the webs, and it looks like the spell went off. You don't see the webs moving other than whatever webs is caught within the slow flowing water and rubble that is in the sewer. You don't see any sign of resistance from the web. Mm. You also don't see any magical ice effects go off. And we're going to go to initiative 17. Okay, so what can I see from my vantage point as far as, like, the web situation? So you can see out into the entrance of the cavern where you guys came in, and it is completely covered with webs. Right, okay, cool. So, so does it register that, like, they're now trapped in? Is that... Does that register to this poor Batgirl? We're not trapped in. There's just webs. <laughs> you don't see any sign. You you know that you're like you're trapped in here. You would have to cut through it. Uh huh. You you essentially like pigeonhole yourself here, but you don't see any signs of struggle within the web. It just looks like perfect webs in that cube. So, this so so seeing that like now there's a lot of things kind of that happened all at once and the goal that they were there for is kind of gone kind of gone um she's gonna go up to, to minutes who just cast a spell and just be like what the fuck is that oh that is my web ball i've never used it before i actually didn't know that was gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> and we are we are now trapped in yeah you see i thought it was just going to like Cat, like go around whatever I hit, but apparently it cast web, which I actually have that spell. So I maybe I should just cast that spell. 
This is useless! <laughs> what do you mean? And I run <laughs> through it, <laughs> and I'm fine, because I can run through magically created uh, uh, things to uh, impede movement. Oh, no, it's not a plant, so I can't run through it. I run through it and get stuck. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Help! Help! <laughs> you know, sometimes I question the integrity of our party armor. It's like one one moment we're doing really well, and the next moment we're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> she goes up to and like not touching the web as close as she can get to you without touching anything. Says, "You have one brain cell." What? What's a brain cell? <laughs> Is that like the magic in my brain? She throws her hands up in the air. I don't. I don't. This is. I'm gonna die in here with a with no brain cells. Oh, wait, I'm not. I passed my dexterity saving throw. So I'm actually not restrained. <laughs> We're in this little, uh, we are still in initiative. Uh, we will say this goes off fine. But is there anything notable that you'd like to do on your turn, Greta? To do, um, nothing like uh, action-y. I think that just she would start like investigating and looking around for potentially a secret exit or something to like maybe bring the creature back or you know if there's like a magical like so she's just like done and yeah, looking around yeah make me an investigation check on your turn 25 you're looking around as this thing um escaped and the entrance is now covered in webs and you're looking at your environment the water is green looks very toxic the um the vines around them around you coming out and protruding through the cavern walls. They're all holding these eggs and the eggs are varying in sizes. You can see inside the eggs. You see that what's inside of them are all these little tadpoles. The way the eggs are situated, they're in the empty cavities that were ripped out to rest in. So there are these massive necrotic mushroomy vines with a person tangled up within them with eggs inside the drained person. As if the eggs are used in the body as a host. All of the roots you see, with a 25, all the roots that you see out of, on the outer walls look like all endings of a root, but not the main root. With that, we'll move to initiative 14, which is Armos. Um, yeah, nothing that I can think of. I just go up to where Menace is and just shake my head and try to start pulling his his dumb horns out of the <laughs> out of the webbing. Yeah, you see that I'm trying to get Sid to help me. Like, guys, push, no, push this way. Push, no, no, like this. Ah! And then he pushes my foot and I like fall backwards out of the web. Ah! Ugh. Thanks, guys. As I wait, like lay in the disgusting water. Can I use fire bolt to burn the webs, I guess? <laughs> um. Yeah, absolutely. You can do that. I don't like to be trapped in here, and the thing ran away. Well, I think it was guarding these tadpole eggs, right? So it's uh, going to want to come back. Mm. And it has to come through my webs if it wants to come back, so we'll know if it's coming back. Oh, these eggs right here? Yeah, yeah, those in the back, and the humans, and all the creatures. So we should just do this, and I firebolt one of the eggs instead. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Nice. So you're gonna attack one of the eggs? You're gonna try to burn it? Uh, yeah. Do it. Don't listen to the scary DM voice. Do it. Right. <laughs> you shoot a fireball at one of these eggs, and they're all in clusters. And you shoot the fireball, and then you see that as the flame ignites the dried roots and the dried out body, you see that the tadpoles inside of them begin to 
move around very sporadically. And as the flame touches the, the egg sac, it begins to melt away. And these very grayish, some red, some are blue, some are gray, pure gray. And all these tadpoles flop out into the water and then float up dead. How big is a tadpole? Like very small. Some of them are larger than each other, but like they all can fit within your That's head. what I'm curious about. I think that's it. We're going to move to initiative 10 as the chilling, eerie silence of the sewer drips. You hear the eggs squirm all around you as you're waiting. Then it's going to go to initiative 7, Minus. I want to track. I want to track the creature if I can, see if I can find any evidence of where it went. Are you using a specific spell, or are you just trying to like track it using your skill set? Yeah, I'm just trying to track using surroundings, see if it like broke something on the left going out, or if it, uh, there are any new trails on the right. Yeah, so this will just be an investigation check. So you're going to use a search action here on your turn. Absolutely. Search. That's what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought you were trying to do like some cool ranger spell, but I gotcha. Nah, nah, just a good old search action. <laughs> Uh, investigation. I pull out my magnifying glass. I get a six. <laughs> <laughs> I Because I fell in the water, it's like all covered in slime and <laughs> moldy water. Oh, <laughs> so I can't see properly through it. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm gonna have to clean this later. With a six, you don't see anything. Yeah. You're just trying to, like, look through the webs and you just see the clean water meeting the dirty water as it's flowing past you. Cool, and then with the bonus action, I'll give a healing word over to my newfound pal, Credith. You get eight health back. We're gonna move to initiative 20, as nothing happens, and then move to initiative 17, which is Credith. What are you doing? Well, uh, she's still now glaring, still glaring at Minus, <laughs> not very happy with being stuck inside. Um, okay, so, I think that she's just going to angrily try to stab Tadpole. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you're still near the entranceway and you're Minus and Armos. Okay, perfect. Um, we're going to move to initiative 14, Armos. Yeah. As Credith begins to stab at these Tadpoles angrily. What are you doing? Um, I go up to Credith and I'm saying, Hey, you know, big fan of your thing and all your stuff and I pull out my book and I was like hey can I have your signature can you sign right here and you, she sees Drell's name she sees Minnis's name in their own handwritings <laughs> and then sees my name yeah why don't you go ahead and put your name right there Credit. yeah I pull out this really creepy book it's is has an eye on it uh, oh, I don't see where it went Sid I don't know he, where he almost pulls out this tome and it's very it's like black with gold binding uh, looks very used. The pages look very uh, shifted through, and on the front of it is a... You would know what it is. It is a blood shard, but it looks like a perfect version of one. You have never seen a perfect version of a blood shard before, but you can tell that it is one. And it's super god. It's very god. <laughs> it's very god. Yeah. It's very god. Right. <laughs> She's going to stab your book. <gasps> no, we almost don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> So are you rejecting it or are you accepting it? Oh, oh, I mean like... Is that her signature is a stab? Yeah, <laughs> I'll accept it. Yeah, yeah, um, she's just not really paying attention. So mm. she's like a angrily stabbing like you do when you like, when you're just... <laughs> and then like you 
you you come up to her and she like turns and lifts her arm and stabs it into the book. <laughs> oh, uh, you see as the page meets the dagger that the page is torn a little bit. It almost shifts it away. Because I'm going to take that as a notebook. I don't know. I, I thought that was a... Is this a signature? And I kind of hold it up and it tilts it left and right. Well, that doesn't... I won't hold up in demon court. Think? I don't know. I don't want <laughs> to hold up in demon court. court. Hey, listen. Well, I'm all into blood and suffering, but we are very strict on the rules down there. Because mm. if you don't have order, what's the point? Yep. yep. Yeah, exactly. 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 We are going to move to initiative 10. As you hear, as the three of you are converging and trying to think of a plan, you hear... A croak echo all around you. Uh-huh. As Minus, as you are standing by the web, you see a massive spark of flame as you see this black tooth come into view, and his mouth begins to glow fiery red. Credith, <sighs> as you stab, you see another one of these. Blackish toad standing behind you, also with this fiery red mouth as it begins to shoot, and you see coming from both directions a massive fireball <laughs> coming from both sides, meeting in the middle. I'm gonna need everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw. How does a 24 sound? A 24 will save. Twenty-four sounds way better than a ten. <laughs> I got a twenty-seven. So there's two of them. You see two of them. Reigns is outside, or is are they both different? You see one outside, just outside of the web, casting fireball, and you see the one behind you also casting fireball, and both of these red fireballs meet you in the middle. You are going to take forty-two points of fire Whoa. damage if you, uh, if you pass a DC. 15, you take half that. All right, I'm gonna definitely use a reaction then to absorb that. <laughs> so I'm gonna use absorb elements. I will use that. I'll just use that at first level, get rid of my last first level slot. And I'm resistant to that. And I take half of the half. Nice. And I do. I store it in my uh, uh, rapier. Okay. So that's kind of cool, even though it won't do damage to him, but <laughs> it's, it's in there. <laughs> All right, we're going to move to initiative uh, seven, which is Menace, as you just got hit with these two massive fireballs, and there is one ahead of you, and there is one behind you. What are you doing as you are looking at two rains? Oh, they both look like rain? Yes. Which ones? Do either oh, of them yeah. have the necklace? You both, you see two glacial shards, and you see two vests. Oh, oh God. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> Noted. Ribbit, 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 and they are just croaking in in tune with each other. I don't like you anymore, Reigns. Yeah, Menace is definitely gonna be like, uh, I don't like this, Sid. Poof, invisible. And I'm gonna chuck. Uh, I'm gonna chuck. Two shots at the one outside the web. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check him at the one outside the web. Okay. Go ahead and roll a hit. Is that with advantage or no? Uh, yes, it would be with advantage. Perfect. So the first one is a 22, and the second one is a nat 20. You shoot yeah! these four shots, and as the four shots go through, it disappears. Oh no! 
My nat 20. <laughs> Wasted. As you quickly see, that's an illusion. It actually doesn't disappear. It just becomes super translucent. I'm invisible. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't, don't have anything else. <laughs> We're going to move to initiative 20, which is the lair. And I'm going to need Krita to roll me a D4. Is there anything we haven't gotten yet? We got them all, right? No, we haven't. There's a three. Oh, look, that's the one you missed. Hey. As the hey. glacial shard begins to glow on the one behind you, it, its rubber hands manifest the glacial energy within the shard, and then you see his body gloss over in what looks like this protective ice around his body. Oh, goodness. We're going to go ahead and move to initiative 17. Credith. Okay, so the one that's directly behind and not in the walkway mm -hmm. is... Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think just do the same thing as before. I mean, it seems to be working. Run up the wall, come to a flying leap on down. Yeah, go ahead and roll a hit as you are running up the walls. Okay, 25. That is going to hit. Yeah! Uh, 11 damage. Ooh, I like it. You come down off the wall with your cool dagger and chink, as the chain breaks and the glacial shard falls into the murky water and the ice armor disappears. But you notice that as you are attacking it, the the blade that meets the flesh that is covered in ice doesn't ma make up, <clears throat> doesn't manage to break all the way through as it was protecting a large part of damage. But the chain is knocked off. But it was okay. a great turn. Um, so now we're gonna go to initiative 14. Almost. Okay, so we need to get that. So it's on the ground. Perfect. Okay. I'm gonna I I bite. I'm gonna cast Ooh. I bite on him. Okay. A uh, creature within 60 feet must succeed a wisdom saving throw. So he has to beat a wisdom saving throw of 16, still with whatever. Uh, with your hex. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It got a nat 20, bud. Two nat 20s. It got a nat 20. Oh, I bet it had an advantage that canceled out the disadvantage. Uh, well, nothing I'm doing is working, so I'm just going <laughs> to back up, I guess. <laughs> That's my turn. Yeah, like I said, this fight wasn't meant to be easy, although you were doing a lot better than I expected. Um, as we move to initiative 10, which is this deathly frog, as it quickly goes to try to snatch up the glacial shard, it is going to use its action to pick up the shard as it's laser focused on that. You see its eyes are fixated on it like an addiction. And it uh, jumps into the water and like moving the water all around and then swipes it up as all the sewage goes everywhere and all over Kredith. Uh That's what it's going to do for this turn as it grabs the glacial shard. It's going to move to initiative seven minutes. Talos, give me strength. And I shoot <laughs> a bunch of sling bullets. I'm shooting the elemental bullets and using thunder damage. Okay. And the first attack is going to be a 21 to hit. Ooh, plus my d4 is a 22, dang it. <laughs> and the second one is a 27 plus three is 30 to hit. Those are gonna hit. <laughs> so that is 26 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Plus, Wow, I rolled 13 damage, 13 damage, then more 13 damage. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so that's uh, 39 points of damage, and then my SIDS do an extra six points of damage for 45 total points you of damage. You 
with your slang as all these pellets ignite into this thunderous shockwave like a magical orb of sound and booming bass boom 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 it goes and you see one bink off its head and then off the glacial shard into its chest and then it tries to regain its composure as the black murky blood leaks out of its mouth and the toad begins to step forward in your direction as the glacial shard gleams and as it goes to swipe it glints and its wounds begin to freeze over and you can see the droplets of blood falling from its body and shatter like ice as they crash against the rocks of the cavern walls the toad has become completely frozen over with its last movements reaching towards you. Whoa. And then begins to fall apart. You see as its uh, frozen frog arm is just prostrated out of the water, protruding out of, prostrating means bending over, uh, protruding out of the water with the glacial shard in its hand just above the waterline. <laughs> You are out of combat. Oh, Reigns. You hear one last uh, croak in your minds. Ribbit, ribbit, what a corruption fail. Oh, Reigns, what happened to you? Well, we got what we came for and I pick up the shard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the oh. shard is in the water. Who, who's picking it up? Uh, it's right in front of me, so yeah, I'll grab it. Can I potentially 25 sled a hand grab it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Credith wants to take you with a slide it off. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. right. So Credith got Credith got twenty five. Yeah. All right, Minus. If, you, if she's trying to snatch it, so <gasps> I got a. I can't believe it. I got a twenty six. Oh my wow. god! Our hands wow. touch. Our that's, hands touch. <laughs> <laughs> that's absurd. By one. <laughs> By one! <laughs> Menace, you... Both of you go to reach for this shard, and your hands touch for but a moment, and then Krita takes hers back as you just go to pick it up, um, and then you realize what just happened, and you're now holding the glacial shard, and it is completely... almost... like, your fingers freeze to the touch, to the point where, they're like, you feel freezer burn. It's uncomfortable for you to hold. You can see why it was like hanging from a chain as you try to grab it from the end. It has like a metal cap on the end, and you're holding it from this broken chain to just try not to hurt your hand from looking from like Ooh. holding it. Yeah. Gotcha. Ow, 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 ow. Sid, you try it and I give it to Sid. Me, 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 me. Oh, and you're just fine when you touch it? Oh. Me. No, I'm I'm proud of you. I am proud. Me, me, me. What? Don't say that. Come me. on. Sid, me. I, me. I've been nothing but nice to you all day. Me, 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 me. Me. He gestures to everything around him. When we get back, dance party. I promise. Me, me. <laughs> oh, just that easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'll put it in my knapsack. Okay. You put it in your bag. You are now still in this cavern, and you still see these bodies, and the bodies all have eggs. All these roots. Is there anything you would like to do in here? I suppose I'd just like to inspect the bodies one last time, just to see if maybe there are belongings I could bring back to family members or anything else of note. 
Yeah. Uh, everybody, give me a group investigation check as you are checking out this cavern. That is a dirty 20 for Minus. Ooh. Ooh. 15. 15. Wow. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, you guys cleared this wildly. You are looking around this cavern. You are taking some time, and you see bodies. Some of them have been here a lot longer, and some of them have uh, are more relatively new. They have, like, more luster to them than the others, and you see that all these vines are entangled. Uh, you do find Reigns' original body. You do see a half-elf in with more ornate, torn-up clothing. And he has a book on him. And the book is like a... <laughs> it's a notebook. <laughs> no, but it's a book that it keeps all of his notes. It looks like random thoughts and jotted down quick, uh, quick notes that he's doing. And you flip through it, and you see that he was investigating this water purification um, project. He found some corrupted waters that led him to this spot. And then you um, see that he mentions a monster, and he finds a den. And these are over the course of, like, a few days, uh, over a month ago. And then you see a name of the monster, and circled in red... In bold letters, it says Death Slot. Death Slot. Yes. Armos, you, you got anything about this in your book? Can I show him the, the journal? Uh, let me look. Do I know? You Yeah, you flip through your, like, monster, your little monster manual that you have. You do not see anything in that book regarding this monster. It is way above the CR that that book contains. You don't see anything about a Death Slot. Mm. And then you see a couple of other things. It's like Root Cause, Center. Hearts of the Roots. And then you see another note, Glacial Shard. And then you see that the plan that Reigns originally had for it was that he was going to use the Glacial Shard to try to freeze the main root of the sewer to try to kill off the corruption that way. And that's the last uh. note that he has before he was taken into his demise. You also see some other notes like can shape shift, can change into other forms which is why he was wearing his vest. He is, uh, then as you look around and now you're starting to put the clues together, along the center rock column, you do see one root that sticks out and it's pulsating ever so slightly. Because of the combat, you weren't able to see it, but you do see this mm. one root that beats like a heart very faintly. But now that you see it, it's so obvious. <sighs> All right, Sid, you got that shard? Me. And then Sid pulls out the glacial shard. Awesome. All right. You know what to do when I throw Sid at the pulsating thing. Bink. <laughs> 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 and the glacial shard hits the root. And then Sid falls back into the water with the glacial shard. And then you see that the glacial shard, where it stabbed the root, begins to frost over. And the, the heart beating root begins to slow down. And it begins to freeze. And then the freezing root reaches deep within the rock and then you see all these other entangling roots coming out the along the walls begin to freeze over and they begin to crack and shard and fall the bodies fall into the water all the egg sacs begin to flash freeze and then fall into the water and then slowly disperse into tiny ice shards effectively killing off all the eggs in the room the water is still murky and green, but you see it that it begins to clear up from the magical ice that has been disrupted in the water. All right. 
and then you see that water that's flowing out. The clean water looks like it's slowly overtaking the sludgy water as the glacial shard has begun purifying the rotting, tainted water away. Good job, Sid. And I give him a little fist bump. Sid is still in the water with the glacial shard. <laughs> oh, did he hit it? And then when it like... Yeah, you threw him at it, he, like, and then he, he threw him at it with the glacial shard, and then while holding the glacial shard, he fell into the water. You boop. I pick him up out of the water. He has it resurfaced. You go over, and Sid is not there. Oh. <laughs> what? I'm Sid? Sid? <laughs> I'm searching through the water. Sid, where are you? <laughs> Guys, Sid's gone. This has never happened before. Oh my goodness, this is terrible. You look... 30 feet over towards the entrance where the slot was slain, you see Credith holding a glacial shot yeah. <laughs> and Sid in the other hand as she lobs Sid over to you as she rolled a 25 on a sleight of hand. <laughs> Another 25 on a sleight of hand. I had her make a roll uh, in the DMs as she took yeah. Sid as this was happening before you. Credith, what are you doing? Standing there with the <laughs> shard uh, and I'm going to say... Uh, this may take me down best friend list, but you have one brain cell and I need at least five. <laughs> Sorry, but also I have revenge mission. Goodbye. She turns it to a bat and begins to quickly dash down the hallway, making her escape to the entrance. And then you hear some flapping in the distance. Hormos. We gotta go! We need that sword! We just get robbed! And that's where we're gonna end this week's session. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I, I don't like you it. You jerk! Pretty <laughs> the person does not like it. Krita has, has gray morals. <laughs> there was a reason. I mean, it was entirely up to her. I just, I mean... We'll talk about it in the after show. We're 100% talking about it in the after show, but that was fun. Oh, um, yeah. That yeah. was fun. Oh, my gosh. If anybody, I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about it from the week before, but uh, when I introduce this monster, if anybody has guessed a death slot as the monster uh, they were fighting, congratulations. You are correct. Um, death slots are very, very intense monsters to fight. They're great. Um, it's slightly a little under leveled for you, for you three, but being Britty as a guest star and not like as geared as she is compared to you guys, I, it was a very even fight, uh, but you guys did very well holding up against it very well. We'll talk about stat block in the after show, but this was a, this is a fun monster. I've been sitting on this one for a while. This was so fun. Mm -hmm. Slods yes, are slod. <laughs> very interesting monsters. Very. It's just a whole race of slots. They're great. Slots have advantage against saving throws against spells. Uh, that's one of the many things, actually. Right. <laughs> I can look it up now that we fought it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and look it up. Uh, if you want to take a little glance at its uh, that's right. Yeah, stat block. So... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Jerk>. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a fun one. It's a fun one. But uh, yeah. It looks like Creedith. Dashed away with the glacial shard, huh? Credith, what do you what do you guys say about that? Uh thanks for letting me rob you. <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely getting time. taken out of the best friend column. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now I feel bad as a person, but uh, No, no, heck these guys. 
Hey guys, what do you mean? Heck I don't want to save our friend. <laughs> I don't want to do oh, that. Yeah. Oh God! Oh, wait, but, a yeah. <laughs> wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! Our friend's yeah. life only depends on. <laughs> God, this is so much fun! I cannot begin to tell you how much fun I've never played a rogue before, so this was super fun. Nice, they're That's so cool. Yeah. So she, this wasn't like a ploy to like ah, uh -huh, she's just gonna steal this from under the rug. She, yeah, there's oh, a reason yeah. why she needs it. She can't so. Uh, Brady came up with an amazing backstory. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> right? Thank and you. And I was like, okay, so this is the item we're going to use for that backstory. And I didn't get any backstory time, but that's okay. We can, we'll, we'll talk about oh, it all on the after oh, show. We, we know. Yeah. We know some stuff. We know some stuff. Uh, yeah. But I gave her the option. I'm like, because she, you know, when we were talking, just so the people listening on the adventure know, um, this wasn't like, oh, you have to steal when you leave. Uh, she made this choice. Because like fit her backstory the best, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it was fun. I'm like, and yeah, we'll that works. Talk about that more on the after show. Yeah. Uh, before we before we uh, head out here and send everybody to the Patreon uh, shout outs before we head, before we head out here and send everybody to the Patreon <laughs> shout outs, Brittany, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you socials yeah. if they want to yeah. find out more. Yeah, so if you want to find my personal stuff, um, everything, all my handle on all platforms is Britty Lee Film, which uh, Lee is spelled L-E-A, um, so B-R-I-T-T-Y-L-E-A Film, um, and the easiest way to find all that is going to my link tree uh, that has the same thing, and then um, I am also the DM of the live stream uh, show called Health Hits Experience, which we stream Monday nights at 5 p.m. Eastern. Although, again, when this comes out, we might be on our hiatus, so you can kind of watch Campaign One if you mm. wanted to get through that. Um, and all on YouTube, mm -hmm. um, and all of our socials are Health Hits XP. Uh, and same with the link. There's a link tree with all that information. Yeah, and they they spend a ton of time on the production value. It's an in-person campaign, by the way, so they're all playing Just. in the same room. Which so is wild. So jealous. Yeah, yeah we're dudes. in the same room. We're in a studio. We're live on Twitch. Um, and it's super fun. It is kind of dangerous because uh, I'm close enough to want to strangle my players. Uh, <laughs> 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 but it's super fun. And this first campaign is basically fantasy sci-fi. And so we have a fun set design that's like really cool to look at. So even if you weren't quite sure, just looking at it is really fun. Um but uh, the, the players are amazing, and we are really getting close to the end right now. So it's just been a fun journey to go on this little adventure with them and tell the story together. So I'm really proud of everything. And uh, again, like I said, I think, I think when this comes out, everything will be kind of wrapped up from that. But we are working on a season two as well. So there's some more stuff coming in the future. Ooh. All right. Love it. All Thank right. you for Thank you joining so us, Brittany. Yeah. This has been so fun. Yeah, yes. this is Thank awesome. Thank you for Thank having you. me. Thanks for I know we've us. been like <laughs> <It's wonderful. laughs> I know we were talking about having me on the podcast for a while. So yes. I'm really glad that this worked out <laughs> in the way that it did. And I will also say, like, I I had options. I of like I wasn't a hundred percent sure if I wanted to steal it because I really like these characters a lot. <laughs> um but I think it makes the most sense um, and gives her a fun exit. So uh, thanks for letting Credith in for a little bit. And who knows? Maybe she'll be back. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, we'll I'm so excited to talk about so much more. I was about to say, if she is back, she's going to have uh, two less arms. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Armos, I see you. Yeah, why not? Why not? 
She's batting a thousand. <laughs> We're also to the shoutouts. <laughs> now it's time for the Patreon shoutouts, starting with the Blood Shard Bandits. First up is Benjamin Hayes, as the echoes of metal and the infinite void, sprinkled with mechanized madness, has this warforged contemplating the meaning of life. As he regains his health, his mind wanders, but he is finally able to move. But at what cost? Next up, we have Dylan Snyder, aka Reese, an Aladrim bard who has recently come out with a beautiful 10 record long love ballad symphony. This song is sure to bring a tear to anyone's eye as he sings about trees leafing him. Next up is Julius Kendrick, who has been toiling in the lab, mixing black rock with spoiled pig blood with a dash of goblin snot, concocting something foul to spoil our hero's plans. But to what end? The land of shadows is not enough? And will he stop at nothing to see the hero's inevitable demise? Truly unsettling. Next up is Reigns, who has been reported missing by the city of Aramore. Last seen, he was working on helping the city become a better place. Something about a water purification project. Any news or leads leading to Reigns' rescue shall be rewarded handsomely. Last up is Troy Scarrow, and Captain Scarrow has been tormenting the Everlong Sea for some time, transporting prisoners and ungodly beasts alike, a true threat to the sea. Some say the Kraken itself avoids Captain Scarrow's ship, lest it face the wrath of Captain Scarrow. Next up is the Sigic College alumni. First up, we have Andrew Hall, and Andrew has been facing some trouble in paradise as he is no longer the top of his class. An underdog has seemed to have stolen the spotlight, but who could be talented enough to take the number one spot? Artemis hasn't been seen around the Sigic College campus in some time. Kemi Joe said he's taking a well-deserved vacation in the Kambuki Isles. He is sure to be sipping on some fruit punch and knuckle sandwiches in the fighting pits. Patrick Wenestrom is next, and like a silhouette in a dark alley, Patrick is elusive as he is mysterious. A ghost in an empty jacket. Robert Crisp has his hands full with his tiny bread civilization. It is up to him to make sure their world doesn't crumble away. With enough help, they may thrive. Let us rejoice. Next up, we have Saint Chaos, and he has been expelled. <gasps> An appeal is set to be held next month to determine if Saint Chaos should be given a 367th chance to perform better at the school. Some say Saint Chaos will never change, but maybe a heartfelt speech could sway the board. Lastly, we have Warden, renowned food critic, has just visited one of the finest eateries in Aramore City. With a delightful brunch and clean atmosphere, he shares that the Wildside Tavern is a delight to visit. He also hears a real hoot at night. Now we're going to move on to Humbrea's heroes, and first up we have Abdul Rahman, and he is doing well as Dilmore's new local alchemist, with raving reviews saying he's not a jerk like the last guy. Alex Dredd is next, and he has recently taken down a roadside bandit. It seemed that they tried to take the wheel off his wagon while playing some jazz. Next up is Anthony Pizza, aka Sly, and he has been making a killing selling secrets in the streets. It should also be said that his secrets may lead to killings in the streets, but that's neither here nor there. Alara Dawnstar is on the search for a new waterfall, as the last one she trained under uh, broke. The water just stopped flowing. Weird. 
Man with glass has been found deep within the bowels of a volcano in North Trillis. What tempered glass could he possibly be making in such extreme heat? Next up is Michael Sekarak, an unknown visitor of Humbrea. Who are you, kind traveler? Next we have Nufarius Ducarius, and he was last seen streaking through the streets of Aramor City, waving around a basilisk head, yelling, it's almost like a dragon. Sergio Rodriguez is next up, and ever since his mysterious appearance, the shrouded mystery of unknown vagabonds has also been increasing in presence. Truly alarming. And last up, we have Terminal No Name, who has just reached platinum status in his Rocket Boot League. I hear that's very good. And that's all for this week's Patreon shoutouts. If you would like to hear your name added to this very amazing list of people, go ahead and check out our Patreon link down below to find out more. Until next time, have a great one.